We're live. Hello. Wednesday, right? Yep. Hey, everybody, here's a Wednesday show. It's a seven o'clock. Today's a one hour show, though, because we're starting at seven o'clock. We've got curfew. I'm actually my probation officer. I've got to check in with it at 8.05 at the can't latest. Say that stuff. People literally think you're serious. Why not? I'll say it all. I don't care. Feed the trolls. Right. It's like fish food. It's like, it's like, what is that? Like a koi pond. Like spreading stuff over a koi pond and all the koi's come up and like, you know, they, or have you ever seen, have you ever seen like piranhas, like something falls in when there's a bunch of piranhas and all of a sudden the whole, it's like wavy, wavy. Anyway. Hi everybody. How are you? This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful Joel. Morgan's in the background, keeping things clean and neat and tidy for all of us. And um, this is a Q and A show. So you'll ask a question, Joel will read it. I'll answer it. And it's a problem solving show. So if you're brand new to our world, you'll know that most shows are um, people ask how to stop things. Mm -hmm. And in fact, we just finished up a wonderful seminar in Portland, Oregon. Um, I'll turn it totally off. Actually, like like cooler, hot in here. Oh, it's not. Then you can you have to talk. Um. Yep. Just finished up the seminar in Portland. A lot of good transformations with that one. A lot of good takeaways. That was a big one. Um, we have our leash reactivity seminar coming up in Providence. What next weekend? No, not for a while. Two more weekends. When is it? June 8th? No, 19th. June 19th. June 19th. That's a half day workshop. That's a four hour workshop on a Saturday, and that's life changing for people. Yeah, imagine 19 dogs all coming in hot and they're all doing fine. Mm -hmm. And people are amazed that they can happen. And I'm like, people struggling for we had somebody, we had somebody at this weekend's Portland seminar that hasn't been able to walk their dog for eight years. Eight years, dog was doing great. Dog did great. It was right. Oh next yeah, that barking one. The German Shepherd. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, was like quiet eight, the whole weekend. Eight years. She she was under the impression that this was going to be just a dog. She's been putting up with it for eight years, and finally, it stopped. And then we had somebody else that wasn't able to walk their um, Pyrenees, that like can walk their Pyrenees now, and she was like, "This, I guess, this is how it's going to be." So it's really, really emotional these seminars. And yes, we bonk dogs there um, as we do at every single seminar um, because it's the best behavior stopper out there. Um, we also do, so we do the seminars, we do the show, which are mostly punitive based because people need to learn how to apply a correction to stop an unwanted behavior um, because that's what people are struggling with. You know, we use positive reinforcement to train obedience as most people do. Because that's a great way to train obedience is through a reward-based system. But to stop some stop stuff, I mean, it's just not being done. So that's why so many that's why so many families are struggling. Mm -hmm. So many. I'm just the guy that has the show with the big mouth. It's being honest. But any of my colleagues that do what we do could have a show, and it pretty much would sound exactly the same. You know, we're not unique when it comes to stuff like that. Um, so we're using standard operating procedures on most stuff. We're a little bit creative on some of our stuff. But you know we've come up with some creative solutions on some dogs that needed some that needed some creative solutions. Um, so uh, let's just go. Let's jump right into it. Okay, um, N for Nelly. I feel like I'm missing something here. She does growl though when we play tug. So could it be that she thinks we're about to play tug with a new toy? So um, well, for, I'll just answer that question. You are allowed to growl when you play tug. That that I allow. But if there's if there's a non-gaming growl, if it's like around something else in another context, tug, um, maybe food or a resource or putting a, a leash on or putting a collar on or putting a jacket on, there should be no growling. 
if that was the question. Next. Paul, hi, J&J. Keep up the good work. I introduced a prong to a Sharpay. It was very vocal and minimal pops. Is this breed one of those that do this in your experience or could folds be catching with the prong? So there's a couple of different things. We have had dogs, there, you know, you'll get a lot of people will say, that, well, that's because it's hurting the dog. Okay. I've had dogs use slip on slip leads. And a lot of people use slip leads and most people could, would agree on slip leads. Yeah. I've had dogs on flat buckle collars and martingale collars. And I think most people would agree that those are okay tools. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had dogs on harnesses. I've had dogs on head halters and they've all screamed their head off. They've literally crocodile rolled and had a temper tantrum. What it usually is, is because believe it or not, if you use a leash, you are not practicing positive reinforcement training. So anybody that says they're force free, but uses a leash is being a hypocrite because a leash restricts movement. The restriction of movement is a punisher. So the dog doesn't like the restriction of movement. The dog doesn't like the fact that it could lunge or surge forward or maybe go after something. Mm -hmm. um, so there are very dramatic dogs out there, dogs that have never been told no in an effective way. Remember, no is an English word. It's like banana is not a fruit. A banana is a word. We've associated it with a fruit. Mm -hmm. Banana is neutral. So ask somebody in Pakistan, would that would be ironic if the word for banana in Pakistan was banana, but ask someone in Pakistan what this curved yellow thing was. And it's like, oh, that's my uncle's penis. No. So that curved yellow thing is, okay. and it's just like, that's, that's uh whatever. I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's a banana. And you'd argue all day long. You'd say what's a banana. It's like, are fruits universal though? No, they're not. not God, no, no. Hmm. Next. Um, Paul, I already read that. Frank says, hello. Hey, Frank. Read. Hey, Jeff and Joel, my five month old male golden retriever has developed a problem with peeing in his crate inside the house yeah. and recently even in the back seat of ah, the car that's gross i thought he was potty trained but it's like he doesn't even care about holding his bladder that oh. said he didn't have any urinary tract issues is he just being a shithead how do i stop this thank you for your time you guys rock well the opposite of shithead would be your, your dog's being a really nice dog so i don't think we can categorize him as that so i guess we'd have to put him into the shithead category um is your dog nervous? Well, no, no, because it's not just happening in the car. No. It's also happening in the crate. It's happening everywhere. So, it, but in general, you could have a very nervous dog that just loses its bladder around stressful situations. We've seen that numerous times. It could also be excitement. Um, it could also be fear. It could also be UTI, which it's not. Um, you check that out. Um, it's, I wouldn't call it a stage necessarily because a five-month-old dog should be able to hold it in a vehicle or you know in a crate so i would look to see you know is the dog over drinking is the so monitor the dog's water put the dog on a regular bathroom schedule like literally keep an excel spreadsheet of what the schedule is and start with that make sure the dog's bladder is completely empty before you go in a vehicle before it goes in the crate have a really really good a tight schedule and see if it improves you know pee stuff is hard p 
these stuff is really, really difficult. Next. Cody, LOL, you guys are always good for a laugh. Oh, thanks, Cody. Tyrone said hi, Jeff. Hey. Darla, great Portland seminar. Thank you both so much. Hey, Darla, thanks for thanks for being there. Yeah, it was a, it was a really eventful one. That's for sure. A lot of a lot of good times. A lot of good times. Cujo, I'm training my second service dog. He's a GSD. My first is a lab. GSD is fearful during training. Freezes when food is offered. This has been on and off since 12 weeks. He's nine months now. How do I help him, or do I get another puppy per agreement with his breeder? So. <clears throat> It's been on and off since he was since you acquired the dog. The last thing you want is a fearful service dog. You want a confident but not overly confident. You want a happy to work but not too happy to work. I'm not sure quite what the task is you're going to need the dog for. Um, you almost want like a neutral dog. But the last thing you want is a, a, a fearful dog to be a service dog because that becomes a safety risk for you. So service dogs are tools um, that are have a, have a have utilized for a purpose. So a lot of people will not realize that it's like no, this dog actually like has a has a purpose in my life, um, not just you know a cuddle bunny. Um, it actually does something for me. Yeah. So it could be going through a fear stage, um, but it's been going on and off though. So um, I would get the opinion of a trainer that has worked with fearful dogs, see if they can help you work through it. See if they can, they can identify any cracks maybe that you're making. It's always good to get another set of eyes on things. Mm -hmm. And if not, it's possible that this dog is just a fearful dog. We meet many, many fearful dogs and this is the way they came to us. Yeah. So a lot of people are under the assumption, it's like, no, we made them fearful. It's like, no, they were fearful before they actually even walked in the door. They were fearful on the description of the um, uh, the inquiry, and we don't even we don't even know the dog yet. So next, um, Jesse. Good evening, Jeff and Joel. Nice to see you guys. Pop is doing great. No question. Awesome. Today. Awesome. Todd, looking forward to seeing you guys Friday morning. Our dog Ellie has been doing great. Awesome, Todd. It's good to hear. <clears throat> Julie, great work, J and J. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, Julie. Darla, I'm a trainer who actually came to see you bonk dogs. It was good to actually see the bonking technique in person. Thank you. Yeah. Believe it or not, um, most people want to know the correct timing and the intensity of the bonking because it's highly, highly effective. So um, you would be surprised at the amount of people out there bonking dogs and the people that are comparing it to abuse are not quite aware of what actually abuse is. And unfortunately, it's um, to scare people away from doing something that can actually stop your dog's unwanted behavior is actually the biggest disservice that you can do if you call yourself someone that cares about animals. Next. Diana, so glad bopping a dog is not a horrible thing to do to stop unwanted behavior. No, it's not. And when you, if you're talking about bonking as like in the UK and in Australia, that's not what we're talking about, nor are we encouraging it. Kathy B. Hi, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. Jamie, I got a pit bull puppy too young. Um, has what? Have used crate training. Have used crate training and the massive amount of time to train her 24-7. She's currently playing with my five-week-old kitty. Awesome. Robert, do you have any idea why a dog interested in other dogs, but not necessarily dog aggressive, <clears throat> will lay down when he sees a mm -hmm. dog? He looks happy, body language good, 
but we all know that can change rapidly. Just wondering. So you're saying it could change rapidly. Has it changed rapidly? Because that's usually, it can be a couple of things. That's like a stalking behavior. So girl, one of my dogs does that. And then she rushes the dog to play. Play is her intent. She's not interested in fighting, but some dogs might do that also to do that with nefarious, you know, options, mindset. So, but why do they do it? Because they're dogs and that's what dogs do. That's like saying, why do dogs lift their balls? Because they can. Next. Tyrone, I have a client with a pit bull. He's possessive. I corrected the behavior. However, when he gets tired, he gets aggressive to the point of wanting to cause harm to anyone who wants to touch him. So, and just to, just so for full clarification, this is not a pit bull behavior. This is a dog behavior. So this, you can, you can put this across the, the, the breeds of a hundred different breeds. A lot of dogs, when they get tired, they want to be left alone. And um, puppies especially mm -hmm. do more nipping at, at night when they're exhausted or during the day when they're exhausted. It's like because people have them out of the crates too much and they want, they actually want to be left alone. Yeah. They actually want to be left alone. So, go figure. So, you know, you can it be corrected? Absolutely. Um, can it be managed? Absolutely with a higher rate of success. Next. Cody, thank you so much for your help in Portland. Rio is doing so much better and I learned so much. Hugs, you two are the best. Oh, awesome. It's really great because we're getting a lot of great feedback from that seminar and it was only a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like forever. It really does. Because I'm still catching up on sleep from this weekend. Are you? I have Jet lag kills me. It takes I, me like a week to adjust. I was up at 1238 last night and I never went back to bed. 1238 AM. Well, never went back to bed. Next. And for Nelly, thank you. Yes, the growling is only with toys during tug, but when I try to take a new toy that she is obsessed with, otherwise she's learned to drop it and will do pretty well. Good. Yeah, make sure you teach that dog out. Make sure it's a pretty strong one, and the dog doesn't just drop it, but also physically and mentally disengages, and we've got a free video on that. Jamie, bonking saves my relationship and my sanity. Right. So you could be bonking in the sexual way, that would be applicable as well as in the dog training way that would be applicable as well. So that's a, there's no truer statement out there. I think in multiple for dog owners mm. and for non-dog owners and for dog owners, they're not talking about dog training. Yeah. Next. Um, Jennifer, my uncle's penis dying over here. <laughs> the, the banana. Jeez. Jamie. Sorry, Angelo. Just saying hi. Thanks for all you do. Einstein yeah. isn't sick any longer and we're back to normal. Good. Everyone's looking good. More so Joelle if we make it a contest. See you on Patreon. Love you guys. Joelle you, always Jamie. looks good. She always looks good. I mean, comparing to the two of us, that'll be 100%. Oh my God, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Oh, I'm sure there's some of the ladies out there who love some Jeff. Let's do a poll. Let's not do a poll. I'm curious. At all. You are the hot one of the duo. Joe says, I do. I don't know what that's called, I have not but. proposed to you yet, Joe. <laughs> and I'm not against it, but I it, do. But 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 he's like, fuck it, just for future. But I'm I I will I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> and you never know. That's actually when you get married, you say I do. I know. Not when you get proposed to. Well, it could also mean like I do you know, to anything pre-marriage too. 
next. Olivia, how to stop a dog from standing at the door 24-7 to want to go outside and play fetch after countless hours already? So, Olivia, that's a great, that is a great uh, example yeah. of you, Olivia. This is like a perfect example of like whether it's standing at the door or something else. At what point, Olivia, did you feel you did not have control over space and movement of your dog? You actually can tell your dog what to do. You can actually tell your dog where to go and where to go and what to do. So you can tell your dog to out away from the door. You can tell your dog to go to place. You can say no and throw a bonker at the front door where your dog is standing. There are numerous things you can do. But this is more of a general ideology and a general philosophy that we teach all the time where I don't want owners to think that the dog has all the power. And I think that's what, I really think that's what people struggle with. They really struggle with, oh, so I'm controlling my dog. Yep. They, 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 they struggle with that word control because they, okay. So if I said you can actually control your dog, you might say to me, Oh, do you mean like my ex used to control me? Like my parents used to control me? Yeah. Like my boss used to control me? Like my siblings used to control me? Yeah. So then you're going to say, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to be that person. And yeah. that will prevent you then from doing your best work with your dog. This shit goes so much deeper than dog training, you guys. This is literally- It's a window into the owner's psyche. Right. So, 100%. So when people ask me what dog training books I read, the answer is none. Now, that doesn't mean I know everything, but I study people and how they think because that's who owns the dogs. And I also need to understand to the core why humans will not do what it takes to do to have their dog be the best that it can be because in order for that dog to be the best, I need the owners to do certain things. And if they cannot do certain things, I, I like to know why they can't do certain things because that's what they actually hired us for. So I need to understand the thought process behind the human. So this actually goes very deep. We are not sitting, teaching, sit, that we do, by the way, down heal. We are talking about rehab, stopping bad behaviors. And if an owner won't stop a bad behavior, that is a standard operating protocol on how to stop a bad behavior. I need to know why. And I do know why. And it's always an issue that goes deeper, deep, like layered, peeling back the layer of humans, like literally at your therapist office kind of stuff. It goes deep. It goes deep. Next. There was four ninety nine from Ashley, but it jumped. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Ashley. I remember it. Uh, to Malinois, when they go swimming, mm. they get so excited they start to bite the handler. What does she do? She pay attention. She said it's totally play, but still dangerous. It's not. It's a, it's a Malinois. So pay attention to. And by the way, the top chat is in YouTube when you want to um, 
when you want to do a top chat, what you do is you just throw us some cash. Your question goes to the top of the queue, but that doesn't mean you have to pay to play, obviously, because we're answering so many questions. So, Ashley, pay attention to the energy of the dog going to the swimming area. Make sure that is nice and calm. Release them. Do lots of recalls. Put them in downs. Release them. Also, you'd have to correct. Next. Taylor, I'm very interested in attending your seminar to learn some more tips and tricks on dog training. My dog is not aggressive, but I think I could work on things. I buy him a ticket. Can I buy him a ticket to the seminar as well? Or do you want to work on dogs that are just aggressive and more no. cold? He definitely needs to work on social skills with strangers. No, 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 no. My dog training, my problem solving, What, what is your problem? I will fix it. It's not just for aggressive dogs. I think a lot of people think that though. Mm -mm. No, we've got, it's not for just aggressive dogs. It's no. for easy peasy dogs. We do not just do aggressive dogs that are boarding trained. I got, in the last seminar in Portland, I spent more time, I think, than ever on e-collar work. And I got to actually get into some pretty cool troubleshooting stuff with, with the remote. Because there were some easier dogs there. Yeah. Yeah, there were some easier dogs there. So, don't get to so that, but so. we're not going to show you tips and tricks. We're going to show you dog training. We're going to show you things, though, that you don't think of that you're missing. We're going to reveal cracks in your training protocol, but there's rarely a tip or a trick. The only tip or trick would be like grooming your dog's nails, maybe some things you can do to make it easier. But when it comes to animal behavior, it's all dog training. Next. Um, Joe said, howdy, Jeff. Hey, Joe. Aubrey, it seems that my double-coated dog is having contact issues with mm. the e-collar. Mm -hmm. We use a comfort pad with four short points with a tight bungee collar. What do you recommend? Do you recommend the long points or wings? Um, either long points or wings. The th actually, I'm sorry, thick fur points. Yeah, I like those. Or wings. Next. Pujo said psychiatric work as well as mobility work. Yes. Oh, the service dog that yeah. she's training. So, um, so for mobility work. You need a dog that is not fearful because that dog needs to be able to stand and bear your weight um, and also keep you well balanced. So if a dog is being fearful, it could flee. It could like get startled. And if you're using, if you're holding onto that dog with a, um, a hard harness, let's say, or a strap, you can be toppled over and you can injure yourself. So I would definitely keep an eye on that. Next. Four ninety nine from Michelle P. Hey guys, I've missed you. Oh, hey, hey Michelle. Michelle, we missed you too. Donna, it's Prince Edward Island Duchy mm. again. Have a new eight week old female in oh. GSD. Your videos helped a ton with Zach. Looking forward to applying your training toward Ghost. So congratulations on getting Ghost. What you're going to do though is a lot of our training is for older dogs. Right now, massive amounts of just food and marker training with tons of drills. Use the dog's daily food, just use the dog's daily kibble, do 100 drills a day of all different commands. The only thing you should be correcting for is whining, barking, um, biting, jumping. That's it, next. Um, Nikamitsu, client dog went back home, no longer whines, anxiety, and crate, but sometimes chews on the crate door, broke the latch. Mm -hmm. Dog is being watched on a monitor, but is sleeping when the owner checks on it. Thoughts? So, use a secure, it is being watched on a monitor. Make sure the volume of the monitor yeah. is, the volume of the monitor is turned all the way up, because you'll recognize that the, the, the no, it'll make noise before anything else. That stuff is easy to miss, man. Yeah, it, it certainly is. 
199 top chat. Oh, that was they're showing up now. From I know, but you took so long before it just disappeared. No, no, no. The dollar ninety nine used to never show up oh, at the yeah. top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super, super sticker from Pujo. Oh, thank you. Um, Vanessa, do you have any videos on how to properly muzzle a dog? Um, if it's easy to do, just throw the muzzle on. If it has to be muzzle conditioned, there's a lot of different variables. There's I do not have a great. We don't have a great muzzle conditioning video, do we? We don't. Maybe we do. In our search box, look up muzzle conditioning in our YouTube it's search box. Old ones, yeah, yeah, but there's plenty of them out there. Plenty of plenty of fellow trainers have got great muzzle conditioning ones. Fifty dollar top chat from Alpine fan. Oh, thank oh, you, thank you, thank you. Um, Joe, my Malinois is a real twat waffle. <laughs> Any thoughts? She did belong to blank. Wonder okay. if that's it. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I would talk to the person. Um, in um, Nova Scotia that you got them from, Joe. I would, I would, I would ask, and I would ask them what the problem is. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have enough information. Next. Ben, hi Jeff. I have an eight-month-old German Shepherd. Today she growled at me when I fed her. How would you correct her for this, please? Thank you. So, I, if a dog growls over a resource such as a food bowl, they have a historically they should have a remote collar on, and they would get a, a high-level correction. Also, watch my out video, um, which will prevent that as well. But anytime a dog growls over a resource, there has to be a correction. Unfortunately, what is being told out there is to redirect the dog. It's being told like all the time. When you use a redirect protocol, which is a reward, bait, let's just, let's put it out there, guys, logically. Okay. When you use a reward-based program, you get more of something. So when some a dog growls over a food bowl, what they will tell you to do is take a HVT, which is a high-value treat, and put that to the side. Then the dog will stop the growling and eat the yummy stuff. You literally have trained your dog to growl. You literally have trained your dog to growl. Thank you. Oh, Alpine fan had a comment. I had to scroll down to find it. Okay. So friends GSD, eight years, leash reactive. Also has a second GSD. Went home and taught family the skills and concepts you taught. Beautiful mm. to see a seven-year-old child make Quiet. a 130-pound GSD be calm before the boy lets the dog out. That's great. Good that's job. really that's really, really wonderful. It's always great to see kids. Um, enact the training protocols and the dog, you know, responding to them. It's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful, beautiful sight. Next. It really is. Um, I already read that. Frank said, what is bonking? Bonking is a, it's a, you can look, just look up bonking and Jeff Gellman and you'll see what it is. Okay. It's <laughs> we'll all, see if he comes back to the show. Okay. You'll, you'll see the most, the worst, um, uh, the worst and the best of it. You'll, you'll see, you'll see a, a very highly edited video. But bonking is taking a rolled, it's a very specific way. So I have a video on what is, it's a cotton towel wrapped up. Nothing is inside of it. It is a soft cotton towel bought for under $2 at Walmart. It is rolled up and it is secured with two number 64 rubber bands. There's a specific way to make it. There's a sp very, very, very sp specific way to deploy it. And I've got videos on that. You're not just randomly going around hitting your dog with a towel. So a lot of people will compare bonking to abuse because you're hitting your dog, but it's like, no, your dog is attacking other dogs. Your dog is um, resource guarding. Your dog is going after people. 
So there's, there's, there's a timing issue, but it is the best bad behavior stopper that exists. Unfortunately, the snowflakes out there have decided to hijack that into its abuse. It is, it is, you're, you're beating your dog, you're abusing your dog, your dog is going to become more fearful. Let me educate the public. The dog is attacking other dogs. Fact. When there's something called loading, so you need to understand what loading is, you would say no and you'd bark the dog. It's done very specifically. It does appear that the dog is doing nothing. That's because the uneducated eye has not listened to the narrative or paid attention or even cares. They just see you throwing a towel at a dog. So that's what the edited videos show. The long format videos that we make, which are 20 minutes long, spell it all out that even my eight-year-old, who's always in the room during these shows, can fully explain it to you. And he has the gentlest heart in the world. Next. Lori, I had an incident where a large dog came straight at me as I was walking my dog. I yep. yelled loudly to help divert it, but it did not change its trajectory. Right. I turned around to keep my dog in a heel. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Thank but what you. might you suggest I do differently the next time? I usually have my pepper spray on me, but I didn't this time. So I would get rid of the pepper spray. Pepper spray is, is good for close close quarter combat because that's usually used on attackers that are close enough that you can use it. Cause if the attacker is far enough, you can hopefully turn and run and they can't get a hold of you, but still either way, I would prefer bear spray. I also would prefer, prefer the end of my foot. And there's a lot of people out there that will say, I can't believe you're encouraging people to kick dogs. Well, you don't get the phone calls that I get. And yet yeah, last week I got a phone call of a colleague whose dog was killed on their daily walk by an off-leash dog running at them. She left the house with her beloved pet and she came home with nothing. This is just one incident out of probably 50 a year that I hear. That's me personally. Many dogs are killed while they're being out on a walk. Even more are probably over 100,000 dogs a year are attacked easily. 100,000 dogs a year, 100,000 dogs a year are attacked on walks by off-leash dogs. Mm -hmm. Easily. Easily, yeah. In the, United, in the United States alone, easily. What is that? 200 a day. You know, 2,000 a day. No, a week. I'm thinking weeks. Two thousand a week. I'm not tracking your math at all. Make sure two thousand. Two thousand a week. But it's like, and just think about the ones that aren't reported or talked about, like the one I saw in Portland. We were in we were, so we were in Portland, and there was a dog fight right outside our window. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy just walked away. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Next. Um, Vanessa, your website has different levels of the e-collar. Which model do you use at your facility? Need help figuring out which one to buy? 85-pound female GSD Roddy Max. Most of them we use is the least expensive one, which is the eCower Technology Mini Educator 300. Next. Robert, hard to say. I'm working on getting him with other dogs. Thank you for answering the question. You're welcome. Um, it's There's an art to that, definitely. Next. Um, Frankie, I got a Border Collie at 10 months, rehomed for resource guarding from his humans. Mm -hmm. This is no longer an issue with me because I worked through it. However, now he hates... I don't know where the rest is. I don't know. We'll get to it. So 
Uh, I'm glad you worked through it. Now, my oh, now he hates meeting new dogs. About six months after I got him, what are some suggestions to work through this? He isn't reactive in the classic sense, but will snap if they get too close. Right. Okay. So it might be coincidence because he was ten months old when you got him, yeah. and the dog was was probably on this trajectory already. But at ten at ten months old, we started first seeing the signs of it, and now it's like full blown. So, but a lot of dogs also don't like dogs meeting them face to face, which is how dogs normally greet. They smell genitalia, they meet face to face, but a lot of dogs don't like that. So what does your dog do? It says in dog language, I don't like that. How do we do that? We set it up with friendly dogs. We have the dog that doesn't like it, meet that dog face to face or side to side, or just, just go up and greet it. And then we gently just pull the dog away and we reward. So we do like a one second introduction, a two second introduction. We start, we start with that. The biggest thing is don't, the goal is not to have your dog have a best friend. The, the, the biggest thing is just for your dog not to get into a fight. Next. Jesse, Jeff always says hi back. Always so nice. Joelle, on the other hand, geez, Joelle, just hi. Ha ha, just giving you some shit. So, Jess, <laughs> so Jesse, we need some. That's just me. Wait, when are we talking? In live in person? No, like on here. I'm just like, hi. Because. So it's not like a, a very animated person. It's not, it's not only that Joelle is exhausted by the time that this That's show true. is on. I am exhausted um, often and I function a lot when I'm he exhausted. He can function well with no sleep. I cannot. I'm not one of those people. So if it was I'm up to Joelle right now, she'd be curled up in her bed, yeah. reading a book or watching a, uh, a, a great video series that she's watching right now that's gonna actually make some dramatic changes to this company, um, which we're really excited about. So, um, but, uh, and also for her own her own business, which I'm excited about as well. So, next. Eric says, hey guys. Hey Eric. Hey Eric. Look how you're, you're doing good. Better. Yep, he is. I thought I just saw something that he was back in the hospital Are though. you fucking serious? Unless I saw it late. I hope you're doing all right, Eric. I hope you're doing all right too. Tammy, when I get when I give my dog a command, she always has to stretch even at home. Why does she do this? Because she's giving you the <laughs> fucking middle Ooh, finger. Yeah. Okay. Dogs do you know what also dogs will do? You give them a command and they'll scratch. Yep. They do this on purpose. They sure do. It's you call your kid down for, for for dinner. My show's almost over. I'll be right there. Okay. That's what it is. Next. The shit. Riley, my dog is crate trained and loves his crate. I recently got a new job and I'm gone from eight to ten Oof, hours Monday through time. Friday and live alone. I'm wondering if this is okay or whether I should work toward leaving him out of the crate. Thank you both. You know, either way, that's a long time gone. I would like to I I I'd like to see if you can get somebody to come over midway through and take the dog out. That's pu that's pushing the outer boundaries. But but the thing is, this is you need to make a living. And you might not have an extra budget for a dog walker. So, but I would take another look at your finances and see if you can fit it in there. Next. Frankie, I already read that. Yeah. Um, Darcy, any tips for the dog that's vocal when corrected? I've checked my level and made sure they aren't too high, but she tends to yell. Yeah, there's just dramatic dogs working through it. We're, we have some dogs that are, you know, here's, this, here's, here's, here's a, probably a more realistic thing is we have dogs with us that are not vocal. And as soon as they're around their owners, it's it like, is so it is, it is mama drama yeah. to the max, yeah. to the max. 
next. Um, Frankie also super jazzed to finally catch this live. Awesome. Jazz. Great. Thanks, Frankie. That always makes you think of like jazz hands. Jazz hands, yep. Um, Stacy, thank you for your advice on muzzling a border collie. I was training to stop reacting to cars, bikes, skateboarders. Mm. Basically anything that moved fast, high level on mini educator, he was redirecting on the yep, leash. Yep. I bonked him once for this behavior and it hasn't happened again. It's been a month now. One freaking bonk. Thank you. Yeah, ironically, Stacy, the 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 viral the, the viral video that's going around that deems me an animal abuser is with a black dog who sees bicycles and redirects on his owner. Literally. There's so many times that like the e-collar will ramp a dog up more, but the bonker will stop it. Right. And it's not that the e-collar makes the dog do it. It's that you stop the dog from doing it, but it still has to exude that energy and your leg just happens to be there. Yeah. Next. The bonker just squashes arousal. Yep. Adrian, hey guys, thanks for always doing these live streams. You have no idea how helpful this is. Thank you. Adrian, um, I enjoy doing them. I enjoy doing them. Thank you. Jamie said, LOL, this stream took such a wild turn. Really? I don't think we've said anything that inappropriate, but maybe my bar has just been dropped so low as far as what's inappropriate. Hmm. Or set so high. <laughs> what is inappropriate? Yeah. My tall, the taller. Right, 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 right. You're not phased as much anymore. Yeah. You're right. What did we say that was inappropriate? I don't know. That's see, that's the problem. It's Banana like dick. it's like that's why it's like like you can't you can't even think of something. <laughs> I know. It. It's like we haven't said anything inappropriate. Tainted. Uh Joe says LOL. Missy May, aloha you too. Hey Missy, hey, how Missy. are you? Wendy, Wendy Portland missed signing up on time. I'm going to get an e-caller, not sure which one. I have a Rottweiler. The uh, mini educator. Next. Mary, I have an intact young male golden retriever. How can I get him to pee longer in one spot instead of just marking the yard? It's too young to neuter. Well, you don't need to neuter him at all. Like neutering is not going to help. So just hold him there. He's marking. Don't let him mark. Make sure he empties his full bladder out next. Erin, um, loved seeing you guys live last weekend. Totally unreal being there with you. I'm a trainer and watching you guys work helped me fine tune in so many ways. Thank you, Erin. Thank you. Glad, glad, glad that you are there. Vanessa, the glasses and abs are a look, Jeff. Kissy face. What? But yes, Joelle takes the prize on beauty. Glasses and the abs? For you. I'm wearing a shirt. She's giving you a compliment. Oh, you thank you. You're a freaking idiot. I, thank you. <laughs> Your age is showing. <laughs> what does that mean? Me? Glasses and abs? <laughs> me? <laughs> I mean, glasses. She's trying to tell you that you look good. Okay. Vanessa, thank you. Adrian, I would like to e-collar my nine-year-old dog. Is there some sort of criteria your dog has to check off before e-collar training? The reason I want to e-collar train him is off-leash hikes. I would imagine you have to teach your dog how to hold a pen or pencil first. If you're going to check off. Yeah, it definitely needs some prerequisites. You know, so this is the thing about e-collar training. This is the big lie that it's a shortcut. Mm -hmm. This is a big lie that it's, oh, you're too lazy to train your dog. It is actually takes longer to e-collar train a dog than food train a dog. So if you want to make a shortcut, use food. If you want to take a real shortcut, use yummy food. Tell how easy it is to train a dog with food. It is simple. 
So training a dog to off-leash reliability with a remote collar or even without a remote collar or training your dog even basic work with a remote collar, it's actually not simple. So number one, yes, you need to understand learning theory in dogs. I would layer it over existing. We've got videos on our Patreon channel and our regular YouTube channel. If you want to go to our Patreon channel, it's patreon.com slash solid canine training. And you'll be able to see um, what we do as far as how we use remote collars. But it's not, oh, my dog's not coming back. Let me just hit a yeah. button. It's not that. The e-collar is a supplement to the training you've already done. So theoretically, your dog should already know recall, off distractions, high distractions on a long line, mm -hmm. and now you lay your remote over it. Nice. So if anything, it's an additional step to the process and furthers the proofing. Yes. And it's great for having a conversation from, you know, up to technically. Far away, yeah. Who wants to drag a freaking long line around the yeah, woods? Exactly. It's actually oh. dangerous to do. Necessary sometimes, but dangerous. Aaron also gave me so much more confidence that I'm doing the right thing. Love you guys so much. Oh, that's great, Aaron. Thank you. Allie, what's the best way to have my great peer meeting new family members? In Crate for a while, and he listens to them on Leash with Prong. Thanks. Love y'all. So, Allie, the best way for people to meet your dog is to not meet your dog. So, Angelo has probably worked with over a 1,000 dogs. He's met less than six but he exists around thousands of dogs and he's safe with them because he just exists with them. So that doesn't mean he can't pet them, but he exists with these dogs. And I think that's a great philosophy for you to start is start with existence. Next. Jamie, thanks for the entertainment. Is everyone watching subbed? I read it. Reddit said my Pipple red healer mix is dangerous. Reddit said that. Do you believe a breed can be dangerous? Yeah. Stay off of Reddit. All of them. Every single breed from Chihuahua to Dachshund, which is the number one biter, to Maltese, oh, yeah. to, to Irish Wolfhound, to like, uh, they're dogs. They have teeth. They're all capable of killing and harming and maiming. Every one of them. Maiming. Every one of them. If you put, if you put, you know, a hungry dog in a chicken coop, you're going to have dead chickens. If you put a dog with a full belly in a chicken coop, a lot of those dogs will kill the chickens. Just for fun. They're savages. Okay. But that doesn't mean that's necessarily aggression. Chickens are food sources. So same species, same species is different. Dog on dog or dog on human, which is different species. They're not even saying aggressive, though, just dangerous. Dangerous. Any dog can be dangerous, pull you down the damn street. Right. Break a hip. Yep. There's a lot of dangerous dogs out there. Even the classic ones that people think are family friendly. Next. And, and first of all, I wouldn't take Reddit as a credible source for dog advice. Steven, hey, y'all. I, I say heel. Dog doesn't join. I pop the leash, but dog quickly stands up on back legs. and yep. uses. Oh, my God. I know this move. <laughs> yeah. And use the front legs to push on the leash to prevent solid leash pop. What is the best workaround to solve this? So you can bonk that the dog. That shit is so choreographed. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's, so, it's so good. So what I would do is this is, does your dog actually understand leash pressure? Does your dog know how to yield to leash pressure? Have you done the prong collar dance yet? Or 
has, did you just put the collar on the dog? And th this is, it's getting used to it. So there's a specific way that we introduce the prong collar to the dog so it understands the leash pressure. But it is a very choreographed move. These dogs, that they, 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 they do this. They know exactly what they're doing. They do, they, it's very choreographed. Next. Rex, I haven't caught one of your live shows in a while. Good to see you both. I enjoyed listening to you answer people's questions. Oh, thanks, Rex. Allie, I'm not, that is so inappropriate. <laughs> Kara, short. Let's go back to that. So inappropriate. <laughs> also, Jeff, I saw you were married. If not, put a ring on Joel. Ah. Uh, no. Mm -hmm. Joel would have to like me first. Yeah, I can't even stand him. I tolerate. <laughs> <just> tolerate. <laughs> okay. She wouldn't want she. So Joel, I put Joel. I'm into, married to my job. I, I put Joel into flight mode. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's someone tagging their friend, I think. Kara, yeah. short summary. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no short summary for this of your e-collar conditioning or what it looks like. I saw you said it's very specific. Yeah, go on to our Patreon channel and look up priming and look up mm -hmm. how we teach the place command on our Patreon channel. Join the Patreon channel, guys. It's 10 bucks a month. It's got videos that are not shown anywhere else. Can we do a short summary of it, though? You know, so go ahead. You do the short summary. You'd have to understand our whole theory of pressure on, pressure off. It's, well, you so have to understand escape training. Escape conditioning, like the way we train with all their basic obedience, all their foundation work. We train that all before we even get to the remote collar. So the dog already has an understanding of what it's being asked to do, and it understands it fully. And then when we get to escape conditioning now, you're technically not teaching obedience anymore. You're teaching the dog how to turn off e-collar pressure. So it's at low levels, um, barely enough for the dog to feel, sterile environment, and you're just teaching the dog how to do the behavior, but with the remote collar now. So you're not using words, you're basically going back to kindergarten, you're using food lures, you're using leash pressure, you're using body movement, and you're now reteaching every single behavior on the remote, and you're not pairing it to a word yet, because it's learning a new language, technically. I guess that's the best way I could put right. it. Right. And that's not even. And you have to go through that process for every single command. Right. And then there's even more to it after that. Once they've learned how to escape the e-collar, yep. now you're going to teach them how to avoid it. That's and the that's short. That's a whole other thing. So there, that's the short answer. And then you've got to take into factor how dogs respond. Yeah. There's so there's the so many variables. Yeah. So many variables. But we have really good videos on it. Next. I can break it all down. Um. Adam said, I fucking love your live feed. Oh, thanks, Adam. Frankie, what are thick fur points? How do they differ from regular So, points? Frankie, so thick fur points are historically designed for dogs, obviously, with thick fur, double-coated dogs. What they do is they, 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 they do come in different lengths, but they tend to cut through, not like scissor cut, but they tend to, like, get right to the skin. The issue is with, with remote cowers is if you don't have contact of the points, then the dog doesn't feel the collar. Yeah. The whole idea is that the dog feels the collar. I mean, the collar is used for a reason. The dog should feel it. You can whisper to the dog or shout to the dog with the collar. And there is a purpose for both things. There's a purpose for both things. All depends on are you training a behavior, proofing a behavior, stopping a behavior. So, like, believe it or not, we don't just sit there and just 
hit buttons with dogs, which, I mean, I think people that follow us know this, but if you're brand new to remote collar training, let me just, let me assure you that just getting a dog to inflict it in pain to do something is not what we do. I, in fact, I don't know trainers that do that. And I know a lot of trainers. Now, do we inflict discomfort slash pain to get a dog to stop things? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Jeff Gelman does. You know why? Because if my dog does not get out of that trash, it could die. If my dog gets up on that counter and eats that bottle of pills or eats that uh, 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 the, the, the cooked meat, my dog could die. If my dog gets into the laundry basket one more time, eats another sock, costs me $4,500 in surgery, that dog could die. I could lose my house because I can't afford the mortgage anymore. So people have got to understand that that, that animals get into lots of problems. And a lot of people will say, well, not if you raised them right. Bull fucking shit. Shit, rant Wednesday. That is the biggest shaming line of fucking bullshit I've ever heard. Even the best trained dogs will get into the trash. They will get into a litter box. They will see a sandwich on a counter. Okay. It's like, well, if they weren't trained not to, it's like, okay, fine. Straight A student, perfect driving record. It's like dogs make mistakes and some dogs make mistakes that can cost them their life or they cost their owners a huge amount of money. So there's absolutely, absolutely a, 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 a reason why you'd want to inflict discomfort in your dog to stop it from doing something. It's called an inhibitor. That's why when you're caught texting on your phone, at least in the state of Rhode Island, you can't pay the fine. You have to go to court and pay the fine. Why? They want to inconvenience you. Yeah. They want to take up half your day. But that's the worst punishment of all. Okay. So instead of paying 80 bucks, can't I pay 200? Nope. You can go to court and actually pay 40. Taking your time. That shit hurts. Because time to a lot of people is worth money. And that's what they're taking from you. Next. Oh, Robert, what do you think? I've worked with a lot of human and dog aggressive dogs. Almost every time it is the dog that is exhibiting fearful behavior, regardless of their response to the situation. Um, I think there's truth to that, but I also think that there are absolutely dogs out there that are aggressive, that are not doing it out of fear. You know, next. Alpine fan. I already read that one. Robert, do you believe in feeding dogs out of bowls? I have found with difficult dogs that feeding them by hand seems to work and calms them down. It seems to help food aggression with humans. Do you agree? So if it works for you, Robert, keep doing it. I personally find feeding dogs by hand. Now we do train dogs with their daily kibble. So theoretically, we are, you know, they, during the obedience stage, or if they're in a counter conditioning stage, we are actually using food and obviously we're using it to deliver with our hands. But to sit there and to feed a dog its daily meals, you know, it's like you, you're eating two cups of food right now by hand. I don't consider that the best use of time. 
I would rather just teach that dog how to back away from food mentally and um, physically with the out command, and that will also stop resource guarding. But again, if it works for you, keep doing it. But I will say I don't do that, and we eliminate resource guarding like on a daily basis. In fact, we just put up a video montage of, I think we only used three dogs. They all were literally nose deep, mouth deep in a huge amount of raw deer meat, which is a high value guarding thing, fresh kill. And all the dogs moved away from it. In fact, Angelo, my eight-year-old, can back all dogs away from food with the out command. Next. Um, Robert, already read that. Joe said, ha, 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 Nico was BB's sister. Ha, ha, Colin the Greek. What? Joe, we're missing now. I don't know Joe, Right on. over my head, I missed something. Timothy, I have a one-year male, Doby, unaltered. He's doing very well in his training. It is most things correct. The one thing, though, is he's peeing on the porch sometimes, not all the time. I guess that is marking. Should I set him up and use his e-collar cranked up? The problem is he doesn't do it when I watch. So, yeah, hide, be, hide in a window, put a security camera on him. Him being altered won't fix it. Next. L. Bachman. Hey, Joel. It's Vamton Magic on IG signing up June 1st. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Caroline, hi guys, great job. A five-month-old, 40-pound doodle. When can I start her on e-collar on vibrate mode? And what point can I use it as correction? Thank you so much. So you can start her on vibrate mode now. It doesn't have to be, I'm sorry, you can start the dog on the remote collar now. It doesn't have to be on vibrate though. Because the dog's gonna go, the dog's gonna blow through that. So Caroline, this is the thing. Your dog's gonna be on the beach at your house, running down the beach, I don't know, chasing a bird. Um, which are on the beach all the time, especially in the morning. It might not feel vibrate. It might work right through it. So I would get your dog on stim. But to answer your question, yes, your dog can, can work on a remote collar at that age. Next. Um, Maureen, I use e-collar as we approach other dogs to prevent any leash reactivity with a no command. Am I wrong after passing to reward with a treat? Um, you're not. I mean, is it working? So you're not wrong. I mean... I'm telling you, no, don't do something. You're not doing it. Good job. You know, to me, the lack of exploding, the reward would be a lack of higher correction. That could be a reward enough. So the lack of a punisher is the reward. That actually is a training philosophy. That's actually a parenting philosophy, right? So when you come home on time from curfew, you are not given $5, but if you are late, you are taking your following weekend or following couple weekends is taken away. So the, your reward for coming home on time is no punisher. So there, there's, you know, there are, there, there's, there is that philosophy out there. Next. Maureen, I already read that. Michael, have you ever dabbled in detection work just for fun to learn new shit in a slightly different world? So yes, I have. I did. Ex I, I've dabbled in explosive detection, and it's the total opposite of what I do. And I was probably the worst student in the class. Next. Holy shit, Eric is in the hospital. Jesus Christ, Eric. Oh my God, Eric. So sorry, buddy. Um. He must. Eric, he just likes the food. Eric's like a stoic dude, man. Eric oh, is good. Eric is like one of the OG badasses. Shit. Damn. 
when you when Eric's in, when Eric's in the hospital, you know that we all should be worried. It's like that's some heavy shit. Yeah. Um, Elise trying to perfect heel like the demo in Portland, so she follows the leg. When doing spatial pressure drills, she spins in circles to stay by my side. I engraved her head touching my leg for heel suggestions. You got to do lateral steps to stop her. I know exactly what you're talking about. They start like swiveling around you. So make yourself wider and step laterally. So you're like a wall and she can't get around you. Also work up against a wall. I think she could still spin around though. If you're tight or work in, a, a two, in a hallway or something. In a hallway. Yeah. But yeah. With the Joel's first suggestion. Frank, thank you. Now I know I use a similar method. I'll look at the videos. Awesome, Frank. Lori, that is awful. The owner of this dog says he's friendly as he slowly comes to get his dog. My dog is not. Right. Thank you for your help. So I think that's the thing is like, is that the off-leash dog or even an on-leash dog approaching your dog that's friendly, that's fine. But that doesn't mean your dog is. And you have every right Every single person out there with a dog that is not good with dogs has every right to walk their dog in a public place on a leash under control. They, you have the same rights as everybody else. Okay. Walking your dog is not only for friendly dogs. Walking your dog is for all dogs. Next. Aubrey. When you prong pop for leash your activity, do you prefer to pull up or laterally toward you? Does it make a difference? Honestly, most of the time I'm just focused on the time of loading and don't have the capacity to think of directions. So it's best that I decide ahead of time. I tend to go backwards at like a 45 degree angle. <clears throat> Tammy said, if my dog is saying F you, can you use an e-collar to correct it? How do I correct it? She's a service dog. So I would need more context. I also would need to know how far. I think that's the one that um that stretches. stretches i know yeah. but i still need to know how far yeah. does your dog know the command is your dog proficient in the command how many reps have you done well and then also does your is your dog understand remote collar training so i would need to know all those things one more question and then we're done for the night frankie thank you so much for the tips on my border collie this makes me feel better regarding what already was heading that way I no longer do face-to-face -face greetings. Excited to get back into group classes once restrictions loosen up on the coming months to work on this. Mm -hmm. Last week, I had my friend's dog come over to the backyard after a walk, eight-month intact male, and when I was reaching for my e-collar to slap it on as security, he ran over and corrected the puppy. Probably should have had it on already. Yeah. No contact. Yeah. I mean, I think that, that it's always good to, I mean, as you, as you know, Remote cowers have no purpose in your pocket at all. So it's usually when you need them, you, you need them. But sorry, we couldn't get all to, to get all, to yeah. all the questions today, guys. But you know, um, we 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 need we need to go. Scroll up a sec for a second there. Scroll up yeah, or up, down? Down. So um, Alicia, I'm sorry that you feel that way, and I've got empathy for you. But if you want to go, tell me to go fuck myself. You're, you're entitled to, but see, this is the thing. Have you noticed that I've been on for an hour? And have you noticed how helpful I've been to every single person on the show and how kind and loving I've been? And you're actually the first person on this show who has actually been rude and mean. So guess what? It's an indication of who you are as a human being and how you consume your media and how you are a sheep who buys into a false narrative in an edited clip, but you don't know a goddamn thing about me. 
And if that's how you make your judgment calls and just go into random podcasts and tell people to fuck off, that's going to be a really, really bad way for you to live. But I just want you to know that I care about you. I hope the best for you. And I hope that you and your family are happy and healthy. On that note, have a wonderful night.